Did it not? Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. My mute buttons are all jacked up these days. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to have to go back into the programming in my stream deck and get it all figured out uh, again because things just change around on you for no reason uh, on my system. Who knows? Who knows why? Uh, but I hope everyone is having a wonderful Thursday. It's almost the weekend. We've almost made it. I'm stoked for you guys. I got to work all weekend, so... Uh, show us some love tonight. We've got a great show for you. Of course, we have TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get all kinds of wonderful graphic design stuff, shirts, hat, hats, beanies, socks, leggings, uh, posters, hand-drawn stuff. It's really, it's really top stuff. Uh, and you can get it for a 10% discount by using BTC at checkout, or you can join the Patreon, subscribe star, or become a member of this here YouTube channel under all my videos by hitting join and get into a private Discord server where you can get... All of his new gear up to two weeks before it comes out to the general public at like a ten or a thirty percent discount, and he just dropped some really cool stuff. In fact, if you watch my show last night with Grumpa, he did like a break the cycle camo, um, and he made a break the cycle camo shirt that is just absolutely insane, man. So if you if you're a big fan of the show and you like cool looking camo, check that shirt out uh, by getting into the Discord server and getting it early at a thirty percent discount. It's worth it. I promise you guys. Uh, and, of course, executive producer of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Guys, I'm telling you, if you own a business, hit up AnthemPlanning.com. Get a hold of Amy Lepore. She's amazing. Uh, they're going to be able to do something really, really awesome for you. I'm sure of that. Guys, we've got a pretty cool show for you tonight. I'm excited. Uh, she has rebranded herself over the last year or so, I believe. Um, but she is a chaotic YouTube sensation, uh, and professional funny woman in my opinion. And she's got a, she's got some really kick-ass content. Her name is miss Ashton birdie. How you doing tonight, ma'am? Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Are you, you're excited <laughs> to be a break excited. the cycle. Yeah, man, you got like 120,000 more subscribers than I do on YouTube. You know what I mean? I so here's the thing: I'm actually more so a fan of like Tower, <laughs> Tower Hour games. Ouch. I like you guys. But you're on it though. Yeah, sometimes, so, sometimes. You I'm know, in I, love with everyone on this show. I love I you actually, guys so much. It's so funny. I honey potted them into creating the show by saying I was going to be on the show with them, and then I didn't come on to Tower Power Hour until episode 19. Oh. Well, funny. Th I mean, technically, it is a honeypot for everyone because half the people don't wear their shirts, so it sure. works. Sure. The problem is when we all meet at Tom Woods. Clint was basically like, "Well, Ashton, you can't wear a shirt because you're not married yet." So I gotta get married before October. So I've got like what two weeks left to get married. Ooh, you better, you better get to get to <laughs> getting. I got two weeks left to get married, or else Clint's gonna make me take my shirt off. Uh, you hear that, Simps? You got a chance. <laughs> you got a chance, Simps. Get on it. <laughs> So, well, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about your, uh, your journey here, right? So your journey <laughs> to anarchist, because you are, you do consider yourself an anarchist at this point, right? Yes. So it's actually a really 
chaotic story, if you will. So I actually was an anarchist growing up all throughout like junior high, high school. I basically give the whole spiel to like every interview I've been doing for the past two weeks now. When I was 13 years old, I discovered Alex Jones through a World of Warcraft forum. And I was like, whoa, this dude's angry. I'm angry. I love this guy. And so basically that's like what, what like my whole rabbit hole. Alex Jones was like my Morpheus. Okay. And so from 13 years old and onward, you know, I basically was just like obsessed with Alex Jones. Like he was the guy I would watch all the time. And then high school hit. And that's when I started taking it more seriously. And my freshman year, I, I was really paying attention to the Occupy Wall Street. Oh, no, it was actually my sophomore year. I apologize. My sophomore year of high school is when Occupy Wall Street happened. And I was watching a lot of Tim Pool and Luke Radowski and, you know, getting really into that stuff. And and, you know, this is a point where you would not recognize me. I had blue hair. I dressed like, well, blue, blue streaks in my hair. I dressed like Wayne from, uh, or sorry, I dressed like Garth from Wayne's World. I, you know, I, I skateboarded everywhere I went. I played the drums for a punk rock band. I, play, I was the president of my D&D &D club at the time. I was just, I was not a popular kid, okay? Like, I was not like the typical, you know, whatever. Uh, and I caused a lot of problems at my high school. I mean, I was a straight-A student. But because I carried a skateboard wherever I went and questioned my teachers, my principal hated me, like, absolutely. Uh, I had a protest at my school at one point because our principal made a comment about the dress code. And she said the words, this is not a beach. And so I got the brilliant idea of basically making everyone show up to school in swim trunks and bringing lawn chairs and beach balls and towels. And we turned our school into a beach. And then I got detention for the next week. It was a great time. Um, and then, you know, college happened. My parents were like, hey you got to take down this YouTube channel you have where you're basically talking about how the government's bad and all this stuff because no one's going to accept you into college. And I'm like, well, what if I don't want to go to college? What if I want to move to London and become a writer? And they're like, no, you're going to go to college. You're, you're, you're going to college. Sorry, kid. And I was like, eh. And so I basically took down my YouTube channel because, you know, parents know best, I guess, which, you know, I was, I was so mad about it. I got no views on it at the time. So it was just like, whatever. So I took down my YouTube channel. Um, all of my videos talking about uh, Occupy Wall Street, um, Bilderberg and all that stuff are just gone. I'm, I'm actually pretty sure they might be on a hard drive somewhere from like 2014 if I can find it. I would love to re-upload some of that stuff because I was a pretty smart kid at the time. And but so I went to college. I rebranded myself as a libertarian. You know, we know how that's going. Thanks, Libertarian Party. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can go into that quite a bit. I'm, so, I'm sorry, but the Libertarian Party at this point is a joke. It's the GOP with more feelings, okay? You can't say mean words anymore because the Libertarian Party gets offended. Mm. You know I sit on the okay. Libertarian National Committee, right? Well, then fix it. What are you doing? <laughs> I've been trying for four years, okay? Okay, go, listen, no, I'm sorry, but like, if you're a Libertarian or an anarchist who's running for office, look, Dave Smith, I love you. I made him a hot dog once at Tim Pool's house. It was a great time. He's a lovely man. But, like, if he runs for president as an anarchist, I can't support him because I support the ideas. But, like, I don't believe in the idea of anyone telling me what to do. Like, even when Rand Paul and Ron Paul are in office, I don't trust them. Like, yeah, great. And the Fed. Like, I cry every time I hear Ron Paul speak. Doesn't change the fact that he was a politician. So it's just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, don't, I don't trust the government. No matter how amazing, like, no matter how great your words are. It's, it's like, I went through the whole MAGA thing. I went through the whole Trump thing. And, and then he ended up just bombing Syria over and over again. He didn't pardon Julian Assange. So, no, I, I don't believe in false promises. I really don't. And as adorable as Ron Paul is when he says, end the Fed, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm sorry. I don't trust anyone in government. 
Can't, but I do love Ron I, Paul. I do. I, I do. I can't, I can't have you. I can't have you on the show, Bad Mouth and Papa Paul. I can't do well, it. No, I do. I love Ron Paul. That's why it's so hard because it's like it's such a Ron Paul. It like makes everything so conflicting. Okay, because you love this man. He's brilliant. He's wonderful. But then you have to remind yourself that he was in office. Like, how am I supposed to deal with that kind of pressure? <laughs> well, I get it's it. Why I love Vermin Supreme because Vermin Supreme goes out there with a boot on his head. Right. And he never actually wins, which is why you can easily support him. But it's like, you know, I, I could vote for this dude. But if Vermin Supreme were to actually ever be in office and be like, no, no, sorry. I'm not you a fan of you him. Don't want, you don't want the free ponies or what? But here's my thing is that I love the ideas that are spouted. I love the individual principles, but I can't trust anyone speaking for me. Like the idea for, for me walking into a voting booth and voting for someone who claims to speak for me and making promises that I'm not sure if they're going to keep or not makes me sick. Like Trump ruined the whole voting for me. Trump ruined politicians. He ruined any sense of government. He ruined that for me. I tried to give it a chance. I put on the red hat for a while. I looked super good doing it. Okay. And, and then he let me down. And now people call me a clout chaser, despite the fact that I've lost every single one of my sponsors for burning his hat. So I never had a MAGA hat, thankfully. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bubblegum Gun, thanks for the two dollars super chat. He said Alex Jones is a shill meant to discredit Dan Smoot. <laughs> uh, Top Lobster, two dollars super chat. He disavows Ashton Birdie. So. Top Lobster disavows me. Oof, rough. Woo! But okay, we we could have had a ponies ba- based economy for sure. Uh, but th- but you know that's okay. Well, well, tell me about your YouTube channel. So what's going on there? What what made you start that? What's the the content that you like to cover? All that good stuff. Uh, basically anything from the Federal Reserve to uh, Big Pharma to the FDA. Basically, I want to I want to do a series essentially. So I did a really good video on Jekyll Island and essentially where the Federal Reserve came from. And I want to do a whole series on pretty much every sort of government uh, organization and where they stemmed from and why they are corrupt. And, and corrupt from the very beginning. I really thought about doing a, a history on media, uh, you know, because uh, I, I feel like there's this like huge, I feel like whenever I, I hear from boomers, it's like, remember when there was a time where the media told the truth and the media spread the news? And it's like, when? When? Because last time I checked, the media has been spreading propaganda since forever. I mean, you look at like, these boomers in the age that they grew up, right? They grew up during a time where the media told you, their teachers and the media told them to sit under a desk in case a bomb came down. I mean, and, he, and these people fell for it. They actually thought, oh, if we hide under our desk, the bomb won't kill us. The Russians won't get us, you know? And I mean, there were times where there was town criers who were preaching propaganda for the kings and queens. So I, I don't believe in an idea that the media ever spoke for the quote unquote people. I believe in on the ground journalists and individual journalists, but I don't necessarily believe in media organizations ever telling the truth. Sure. Sure, absolutely. I mean, we live in an age where the media has always been paid off by the government in some form. I mean, the New York Post was built by Alexander Hamilton to talk badly about his opponents. Right. Well, and, and there's, you know, there's been some speculation. First of all, are you standing up? No, I'm sitting down. Oh, okay, I was going to say, I've only had one other guest ever stand up, and it's based Jeremy Kaufman. So I was, I was going to be proud of you if you were standing up doing this interview. I would, I would have stood up, but the problem is I'm currently in my attic space because I'm, current, I'm on my way to moving to Florida. So yeah. um, everything's sort of in boxes right now. Like this is like a sheet. That I'm, I'm like literally in my attic right now sure. where I'm just like, it's the only place in my entire house that's not like chaos. So, so you're getting fucked fuck out of California, huh? 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Finally, it was either Florida or New Hampshire. Honestly, Florida, I think I'm going to start off with Florida and then move up to New Hampshire because New Hampshire is seceding from the union or at least trying to. And I am a fan of the Free State Project. I 100% support the Free State Project. I think this Free State Project is the best government, uh, the, the best concept for fighting the government possible. I don't think we need more people running for libertarian office. I don't think we need more people running for office in general. I think the best thing we can do is start more free state projects and secede from the union. Sure. National divorce now. I agree. I just got done doing a podcast. Yes. Uh, yes. I in just... fact, when, when, when liberal Californians, when, when commies who live in California go, we should secede from the union. I'm like, yes. Yes, you should. Do it. Do it right now. Please. Go. Let's do it. Let's secede from the union. Yeah. Because you know for a fact that California will tank without the rest of America. But places like New Hampshire and Florida, they will thrive. If Texas were to secede from the union with the, the, you know, without all the Californians going in, without the New Yorkers going in, they would thrive. It's a fact of life that if you, if every state were to secede, Texas, New Hampshire, and Florida would be the top states to survive. Oregon, Washington, and California would die instantly. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's sad because I'm California, born and raised uh, boy who lives in Iowa now, and mm -hmm. uh, I moved here last year when they started the the twenty. 24 hour lockdowns and I left, I left the Bay area. Um, but Did uh, Iowa recently, uh, push for, um, mandated masks and vaccines in schools. As so, well? so Iowa actually, um, our governor, Kim Reynolds signed into law and this, I was going to, I was going to bring this up today cause uh, I just talked about it. I did like a, a libertarian dad podcast before this, which was really cool. But, uh, um, so Iowa, our, Kim Reynolds here actually, uh, signed into law that mass mandates were illegal. So you could not have mass mandates in the state at all. Um, mm -hmm. And she also signed into law that ma Vax passports are illegal, so they can't do them here. Um, so I was really hot, riding high. I was like, cool, well, you know, mm -hmm. it's not, not, it's not really like a principle that I, I share that we should force businesses what to do. But at the same time, uh, if the businesses are going to be forced by the federal government to infringe on my medical rights, then, uh, you know, fuck off. I don't care. And, uh, and so, um, the the Supreme Court actually b blocked her laws, right? And so now the schools are like starting to say that the kids have to come back in mass. In fact, they've told our kids that they have to have their mask back on on Monday, and the kids don't want to. So the kids are gonna they're gonna go to school and not comply, basically. Um, and uh, you know, I just homeschool your kids. Yeah, I, and that's that, that's something we'd like to do. It's it's we have two kids who hadn't been to school in three years, and we mm -hmm. ado we adopted them. We got uh, uh, guardianship of them, and it was like the process to catch them up was way more than we could handle at the time. Yeah. We needed professional teachers to help with that. And we didn't have the money for private school. So we put, we put them at, we, I moved us to the best school district in the state um, and took a huge pay hit to do so um, and, and got them into school there. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of public schools. I'm not, I'm really, I'm anti-public yeah. school, but um, they've done really well there. They've, they've thrived. They've learned, they've uh, caught up completely. Um, my daughter who's 16 is going to be able to graduate early maybe even, and she hasn't ever even gone to high school before. Um, so that's pretty Did your cool. daughter do an independent study program? Because when I was in high school, I was, ho I was a uh, public school all up until my senior year and my senior year, I did independent study. And when I did independent study, I was able to do volunteer work. Yeah. I was able to have a job. I was, I was able to travel. I went to three different States and, and actually learned us history in those States when I was traveling. I feel like honestly, either independent study or just homeschooling your kids is the best option. I'm, I would love to be a homeschool mom. I can't wait to get married and pop out a few little blonde babies. I would like a small blonde army, if you will, yeah. 
Now, I'd love to homeschool them because I don't trust the public school systems. I didn't trust the public school systems when I was in the public school system. Again, I went to UC Berkeley. I dropped out of college. Oh, boo-hoo. My parents still get pissed off about whenever I, you know, about the fact I don't have a degree. Oh, no. Both my parents are Ivy League brats, so... They've got their oldest daughter, who's just a failed misery, I guess. Um, but I've never been a fan of the public home, the public school system. Uh, I went to UC Berkeley for college, and then I went to a public high school. And the public high school, they didn't teach us anything. I had to, I had me. I was the smartest kid in the classroom, including my teacher. No one wanted to talk about Julian Assange. No one knew who Snowden was. My junior year was when Snowden happened, uh, the Sandy Hook shooting happened, when... Um, Assange, everything basically when Ross Ulbrich uh, went, went under trial and all that stuff happened. So I was this kid in my like junior economics or not economics, sorry, civics classroom. And I was like, hey, are we not going to talk about this guy who just like just got imprisoned because of a website? We're not going to talk about this person who is is being attacked for sharing war crimes about our own president. Like, are we not going to talk about this? And granted, the teacher never wanted to talk about it because the teacher didn't even know who Julian Assange was. It wasn't so much oh, we can't talk about that because that's propaganda. It was so much that the teacher had no idea what was going on in the world. And that's what's so different between my generation and the older generations is that my generation, we grew up on the internet, which is now horrible because everything's censored. But when I was a kid, nothing was censored, okay? So I saw on the ground footage of Occupy Wall Street. I saw, you know, everything go down while my parents were watching CNN and Fox News and ABC. And so- me having that experience of seeing on the ground footage of activism and real journalism right there in front of me was is what really got me into politics. And now we live in a world I fear for the next generation because, you know, YouTube is so sanitized. The Internet is so sanitized. All the information that was so useful to me growing up and inspired me to rebel and question and critique. It's gone. So instead, we've got kids who just know how to do this on freaking TikTok, you know, yeah. and actually understanding what's happening in the world. Yeah, I, uh, I was actually at Occupy Wall Street in Oakland as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I lived in the Bay Area. Oakland, California? Yeah, that's where I'm from. Wild. Okay. Yeah. Are you from the Bay Area? I know you're from California. Are you from, are you from uh, Northern California? I'm from the Bay Area, born and raised Berkeley, California. Oh, I'm, from Ani- I'm from Antioch. Hospital. I'm from Antioch. What? Yeah, okay. So my mom, my mom runs a ranch in Martinez. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I, I've been to ranch. Wow. I've been to ranches in Martinez. I had a girlfriend that lived in Martinez for a long Whoa. time. So. Did you go to Antioch High? I did. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about this off, off, yeah. the, off the street. That's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah. I went, I went to Antioch High School while, until I started going to Prospects, yeah, which was independent. Yeah, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, my yeah. ex went to Alhambra too. She's probably a lot older than you. So, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that was uh, yeah. I'm the I'm a Bay Area born and raised guy. I was at the Occupy uh, movement in 2012 yeah. and in was... uh, in Oakland, and uh, I was stumping for Ron Paul at at the Occupy Wall Street movement. Okay, this is great to actually talk about them because I I was born and raised in Berkeley, California, where oh, yeah. all of the chaos happened. I went a lot to UC Berkeley, Berkeley again. Yeah. And then I moved to my mom's uh, in Martinez when I was about six or no, 14, 15 years old. And that's actually like when I really started getting into politics. And so I was like Ron Paul's youngest supporter. I still have my Ron Paul hat from 2012. I would come to school with my Ron Paul hat. Again, I used to debate my teachers all the time. I remember just like, I remember getting in trouble because I cited Alex Jones in a report <laughs> and um that wasn't too good because sandy hook had just happened and that whole situation happened and my teachers were not exactly a fan and and they called my parents like we're worried we're concerned about your daughter she's spreading like pro like conspiracy theories in the classroom you know you need to come in here and talk about this yeah i uh i 
I did not cite Alex Jones in any of my papers in high school because <laughs> I, I was he wasn't really a big thing to me back then. But uh, Alex, you know, I really I really need to put out an ebook that says Alex Jones was right about everything. I mean, really, that's what well, we that's what we need to be doing. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Reardon. Oakland does not have an NFL team anymore. I know it's in Vegas. I'm not a Raiders. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a Raiders not fan a Raiders. though. My dad's girlfriend's a Raiders fan. Yeah, I grew I grew up in right outside of Oakland and uh, and and Oakland too. I used to live uh, off of Hanover on Lakeshore, but I um I uh I've always been a Cowboys fan, so it was a rough rough life for me growing up. Oh. But I am an Oakland A's fan. Oh, diehard Oakland oh, A's awesome. fan. Awesome! Yay! I got a I got Mick I got. Has, hey hey Mick Hafey paid for our stadium. Yeah yeah I know. R.I.P. John McAfee. I have a I have a, a an Oakland A's tattoo and everything. I'm a big. Die, die oh hard Oakland A's fan. Me so. and you will get along, my dude. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm a huge A's fan actually. You didn't I'm burn your Ron Paul hat, did you? I did not. I still have it. Okay. I still have uh, another MAGA hat of mine, and the only reason I still have it is because it's signed by Lauren, by Luke, by Tim, by Gavin McGinnis, and by Milo. And that was actually before I had a YouTube channel. So like that hat is special to me. But I burned my official Trump hat. Lauren Southern? Is that what you're talking about? Is she still around? Yeah. She's still around? Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. I, I love her. I haven't seen her in a long time. I didn't know she is still around. I thought she like had a like went to start a family and like took off or some shit. Yeah, she did. She still makes you here's the thing. We still make videos. The problem is the people who follow us have no idea we're still making videos because everything's being so sanitized. Sure. So I'm surprised that my Federal Reserve video got more than ten thousand views. Like even I'm surprised it's still even up because I go into some pretty deep information on that video. And again, I have 160,000 followers on my YouTube, but I can barely get to 10,000 views on each video because again, everything is so sanitized. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's really strange to me because I have, I have some pretty crazy videos that are still monetized. And then my, my videos mm-hmm. that have been demonetized are like, super mild and have nothing bad in them so i don't understand why they do like my like i have a, a a video with karen ann harlos that's like demonetized for some reason i'm like what the fuck is going on and she was like bitching Everything about yeah she was like cool. bitching about in, inside baseball libertarian stuff and they demonetize it it's like we didn't even get into covid or any well, of that karen stuff. ann harlow her situation is very specific but at the same time what she's going through is not surprising amongst the libertarian community because again I have a personal problem with the Libertarian Party. It is so washed down. It's so watered down. I know you're a chair. I know what you care about it. But the Libertarian Party is is it's dying for a reason. It's not the same as it was when we were growing up. It's not the same as it was when Ron Paul was running. It's it's a watered down GOP. And I, I hate to say it, but it's true. It's a watered down GOP. Either the Libertarian Party can either be the GOP with too many feelings or the Democrat Party that likes guns. Like, I, I'm sorry to tell you this, but that's just the fact of life. I think that's why I don't want to call myself an, a libertarian anymore. I want to call myself an anarchist because at this point, the Libertarian Party believes in too much government. Ah, but we are the only party that supports anti-war principles. So we do have that going for us. Uh, but Seriously, but- I, st- I stand by the fact that every political party is a cult. And every politician cannot be trusted. Sure, sure. I, I agree with that mostly. Mostly. Uh, Are you a minarchist? No. No, I'm an anarchist. I'm definitely, I am definitely, uh, in, if, How if can I you had call my, yourself an anarchist? I'm literally wearing a Murray Rothbard mostly. shirt right now. Uh, Enemy of the State Murray Rothbard shirt. Created by Neocon Remover that you can get at gayobamapizza.com or whatever the hell it is. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so tell me about this burning of your MAGA hat, man. Why, why, what happened? What, what made you fall away from the MAGA crowd? Um, I actually fell away from MAGA crowd years and years ago, even back when I was still doing YouTube videos. Um, I think 
what really made me fall away from the MAGA crowd was when I lived in DC. So within the first year of my YouTube channels, like when I started losing faith in Donald Trump. So again, it, you can mention the, the whole issue with Syria, sending missiles into Syria, which happened annually every, like every single year around the same time each year. It was almost like Christmas for John Bolton, okay? It was just like, he would send missiles into Syria every single year. He didn't pardon Julian Assange. He didn't pardon Soden. He didn't pardon Ross Ulbrich. Um, but really what did it for me was when I was living in DC and I was just talking amongst people at Trump Hotel and I would just bring up things, especially like anti-war issues, um, environmental issues. It was almost, you could just tell what kind of people the Trump movement had actually attracted into larger circles. And it, it, it almost felt like people were, were willing to say Trump, 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 but they didn't want to talk about what was going wrong under the Trump movement. It was, it, they cared so much about keeping Trump in office. They didn't want to discuss or critique the issues with Trump. And the problem with this is, is that the whole reason that I personally liked Trump, it was all about, you know, putting Hillary away, putting Hillary Clinton in prison, um, stopping the wars, uh, pardoning Assange, things like that. He was supposed to be like the new, he was supposed to be the guy to dismantle things from the inside, you know, and I wasn't seeing that. And I feel like every time I tried to critique that or try to bring up something that really mattered to me, people sort of shot me down. It was like, oh, no, 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 honey, honey. Put on your MAGA hat, get in front of your camera, and say what we want you to say. And I feel like for a good year and a half of my YouTube career, I wasn't saying what I wanted to say. I feel like I was just being managed by people around me. And I couldn't really talk about the things that were important to me. I couldn't talk about things like Waco. I couldn't talk about things like the ATF. I couldn't talk about things like FBI and the CIA. Just, you know, really essential in the Federal Reserve, you know, and especially with the fact that Jared Kushner was so heavily involved in the White House was also a huge issue for me as well. Um, in fact, I couldn't talk about these things really bothered me. And we were supposed to be the side of free speech because, again, I came from UC Berkeley where all of those riots played out, where all of those crazy things happened, where free speech became a huge issue on college campuses across the country. And the whole reason I, quote unquote, joined the MAGA crowd was because these were issues, being anti-war, being pro-free speech. And now I was seeing the same Trump people being like, oh, well, you know, it's just a few missiles in Assyria, you know. Oh, well, you know, it's it's not really, it's, it can't be free. It's like, no, no. And it got to the point where I couldn't even critique Israel. And it, it just, it, their obsession with Israel is just very weird to me. Everybody in government's obsession with Israel. And I'm half Israeli. It's very so. strange. It's very strange. Like, Israel's our greatest ally. It's like, no, we're Israel's greatest ally. And they they just push us around. Like, no one wants, and here's the thing, all of these older people who hate China so much, it's like, do they not know Israel literally just sold one of their ports to China instead of us, despite the fact that we offered more money? Like, are we not going to talk about that? Oh, no, but Israel's our greatest ally. And, it's, and then this whole thing between Israel and Palestine is going on, and then the Palestine people want me to attack Israel, the Israel people want me to attack Palestine. It's like, no, I'm not on either side because I don't live there. Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down 
down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over. Sorry. If anything, I think we should stay the hell away from all of this because I don't want my taxes paying for things that aren't anything to do with me. I don't want to be taxed at all. I don't think I should be taxed at all. But the fact that my taxes are paying for something has nothing to do with what's going on over here. It pisses me off even more. Yeah, I agree. And, and you know, someone, I... in, someone in the comment section mentioned, watch the TV show called The Prisoner from 1967. Damn, you read my super chats? I am. <laughs> I have to point this out. I'm sorry. I'll take this one, though. I have to take this one, all though. Right. Actually, for the longest time, I used to end my videos with be seeing you from that show. So I'm really glad someone pointed that out. I've never seen it. I'll have to check it out. It's so good. It's so good. Patrick McGowan is one of the most amazing actors of all time. I'm obsessed with him. I'm obsessed. I, I, I've never even heard of him. And, I, and I'm a pretty, I'm pretty big cinephile. I watch a lot of, lot of, well, lot of movies. It's, and... it's a very anti-government TV show. It's essentially this, this spy. He gets taken and he gets put on this island in this place called The Village. And everything's run on social credits. They're trying to get out information from him. And they keep saying, we want information we want information. You are number six. You guys, who is number one? And the, uh, you have to watch. It's so good. I have to check it out. I definitely have to check it out. So, so we got a lot of shit going on right now with COVID and all this stuff. And I know you're, I know you're getting the hell out of California like a smart person would do. Uh, I left, I left about a year and a half ago. So, uh, it, for anybody paying attention, I got the hell out of there. But uh, let's let's talk about why you don't trust the FDA. That's a video you put out recently. What what is it about the FDA that you listen? All they have to do is approve. I'm frozen, by the way. I'll fix the camera when you start talking. But oh, you're uh, fine. Uh, all, all, you know, all we have to do is get get this medicine FDA approved, and then it's okay for everyone to take, right? Isn't that isn't that how it works? Well, here's my problem with the FDA: is that the FDA has approved of so many different medications. I've put a whole video on this. It has approved of so many different medications that have just destroyed people's lives. I mean, Chantix, which is known for the, it's the anti-smoking drug, which I'm sure everyone has seen a commercial for here and there, is actually produced by Pfizer, which is also known for being the FDA-approved vaccine. So the Pfizer vaccine that recently got approved by the FDA, they also created Chantix. And Chantix recently got taken off the market back in June of 2021. Oh, Ray Liotta going to be really sad. Mm-hmm. But- the Chantix was taken off the market back in June of 2021 because for years people were noticing they were having a lot of bipolar fits as a result of taking the medication. Um, there was also, for example, Viagra was taken off the market because it was causing heart failure. A hundred percent of those drugs that were taken off the market due to causing severe issues were all FDA approved. The FDA approved the FDA has approved of so many different drugs that have ended up killing people, causing more problems. Uh, and, and my personal, you know, I'm funny enough, both my parents are pharmacists. So when you have two parents who are pharmacists growing up, you sort of, you're surrounded by this whole idea of you can trust the medicine, medicine, blah, blah, blah. But even as a kid, I always had issues with things like cough syrup, because if you look at the label, may cause drowsiness, may cause headaches, may cause uh, rashes, blah, 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 blah. And next thing you know, you need like 10 other medications or 10 other medicines to keep up with just the few symptoms that this cough syrup caused. A few symptoms that you didn't have before until you took the cough syrup. So you take this cough syrup for a cough only to have three more issues later. And then you got 10 issues later because you're taking more and more medicine. And it's just funny to me that we, we were given so many different kinds of, and of course, you know, later on to my, my research about, uh, 
the war on drugs and, and issues leading to why we banning like a plant like marijuana. Uh, I'm still baffled that the fact that Florida hasn't legalized shrooms yet or marijuana. I think it's pretty insane. Um, then again, when everything when anything becomes legalized, it becomes distorted by the government and becomes taxed. So maybe it's better if nothing's legalized. Well, that's that's kind of the know. that's kind of the problem with the the it's you know you you can live in two distinctively different states in this country. You can live in the lefty states where you can smoke pot and uh, get gay married and get all you know have as many abortions as you want and do all this like socially like well, it's liberal also stuff. a matter of like the, or, the hold, on, hold on, Ashen, Sorry. hold on. <laughs> Jesus. Or you can live in one of the red states where you can't smoke weed, you can't do any of that stuff, but you don't got to worry about COVID tyranny because they're not they're not going to put up with it. So it's like it's a really it's a really crazy uh paradox, right? Like you you can have one or the other, but they're all in the same country. We can have one or the other. And so I don't know. I I, I see that you have chosen by going to Florida, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I I also kind of like want to make Florida freer. I feel like I really want to go to New Hampshire. That's my ultimate goal because that is the Free State Project. The weather and environment is more of like what I want to do. Um, but I also really like Florida. I feel like Florida is on the verge of being more free, if that if that makes sense. I sort of want to be a part of the movement in Florida to make it like to make it its own state, basically to make its own country. Essentially, I want to be part of that. I want to help spread freedom as much as possible and help different states become their own communities. Because I feel like California, I would love to see be get better. I would, you know, I would love to see, you know, just, you know, the current governor out, which is no longer an option. So I'm moving to Florida because I see what, what everything is going on over there. I feel like it actually has a chance to become a place like New Hampshire. Yeah. Well, and it's so funny because I, I talk about this sometimes on the show, Florida, uh, one of the reasons why Florida is so based is because people, so many like uh, people from Latin speaking uh, countries had moved there that were mm -hmm. tired of socialism, like the Cubans, you know, and Puerto Ricans. And, and mm -hmm. uh, they're there making that, that, that state more based. Really, that's, that's one of the big reasons. I mean, they have a huge Latino uh, population and those people are, they come from places that are what we ha are turning into. So uh, Dickie Walnuts says, come to Florida. She's coming to Florida, bro. When are you leaving? When are you going? I actually leave next week. Oh, shit. You, mm -hmm. going, you going to South Florida or are you going to the Panhandle? South Florida, which is funny because North Florida is actually more conservative, which I recently found. It's interesting you point out. That's because it's Hispanic. lower Alabama. Oh, yeah. yeah pretty much. Sure. Yeah, the I'm going to South Florida just because I feel like I can make more. I also desperately need a job. So if anyone in South Florida or in general is hiring someone who needs a videographer, an editor, I will take a job from you. So. <laughs> yeah, I uh, do. You, what what program do you use for your editing? For your I use Vegas. Okay. I try. You know, a lot of everyone's like, do Premiere, do Premiere. I I can work with Premiere. You oh. know, it's just the fact that Vegas, Vegas is literally Premiere, but less stupid, in my opinion. So hard. So. I I just started uh, Vegas. No, no, Premiere. I just started using Premiere and uh, doing all my fiance's uh, uh, edits for her show, and mm -hmm. it's just it's insane, man. It's really Premiere, hard. once you get the hang of it, it's it's fine. It's just Vegas does the exact same thing Premiere does, but it's less complicated. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. There's True. less buttons for everything. Yeah, it's just an amazing amount of buttons. Hey, so your uh, your newest video on YouTube is the you're talking about uh, AOC's tax the rich dress. Yes, yeah, so uh, you, you don't think that was a fashionable, great fashion statement for for AOC or what? <laughs> So the reason why I thought the dress was so funny is because back in my MAGA days, um, I'm actually really good friends with the designer of the Joy Via 
um, make America Great Again dress. I'm really good friends with him. And he had a fashion show and he made me a dress and I wore it for him. And I look back at those days and I cringe like no other. Um, I looked super cute in it, don't get me wrong, but like I, I sort of look at that dress and it was more so, if anything, like, wow, like, do you want the bootlicker dress in blue or the bootlicker dress in white? You know what I'm saying? And so, and on top of that, it's the fact that she herself is a congresswoman. Like, if it was like a normal person at a protest wearing that dress, I wouldn't say anything about it. I'd be like, oh, okay, it's, it's just in our a piece of artwork. It's in our piece of protest fashion, whatever. It's the fact that she is a congresswoman who is paid by taxpayer dollars, who makes $174,000 per year. Right. And is worth uh, three quarters of a million. And she's saying tax the rich, which by the way, not only is she the rich, but if we were to tax people more than we already do, that just goes straight into her paycheck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's essentially saying if you were to translate the dress, it'd be like, instead of tax the rich, it's give me money. It's like a, it's definitely a conflict of interest for sure. Two, Two years ago, she also like stated that she needs a pay raise, that people in Congress need a pay raise. Oh yeah. I remember that. You remember um, that? It? And well, so then, and then she made the big, then she made the big uh, stink about her abuelo's house, uh, like being run down and all this stuff. And it's like, well, then go fucking help her. You know, she lives in a socialist country too. That's the funny part, uh, which is pretty like, just insane. It's a matter of of it's like it, you hear AOC complaining about these things. It, it, did you did you see uh, David Hogg's rant the other day? God, I tried. About, I try not to about, say anything that fucking guy does, but yeah, what, what happened? David Hogg blocked me on my original Twitter before I got banned on Twitter. I think the only reason Jack Dorsey hasn't banned this Twitter because I was trying to be anonymous for a while. Yeah. Um, but then I think Jack Dorsey, because of the whole Rothbard thing, he's just... He doesn't really have much to do with Twitter anymore. I think yeah, he's, he's just like... Weird. He walked away mostly. And he's just got like, hashtag oh. Bitcoin and is like... Anyway, so David Hogg was just like, we all need to take the vaccine right now. But then, like, immediately after, he starts bringing up the big banks. He starts bringing up the ATF and all these government things and, like, why we can't trust the government. And it's like, do, do you not hear yourself? Like, it's almost like he's making an argument against himself for mandates. It's the funniest thing. And he, he can't hear himself. He doesn't understand what he's saying. He's, he's too busy trying to make a pillow company, I think. <laughs> he tried to make a pillow company it didn't work out i don't know what happened he's like i can't remember what it's called like joy pillows or happy pillows or some shit he's like oh we're starting a pillow company i need help and like he got all these people together and then never did anything with it and it's like yeah it's it's harder to start a business than you think it is even when you got a million followers buddy well the thing is is that he he i don't think he would have gotten into harvard if he had never done all of that stuff with Oh no, no there's no doubt. I'm not going to go into that. It's it's all news. David Hogg is such an old meme. He's not he's irrelevant now. But I just think it's funny how all of these people who advocate for mandates, vaccine passports and whatnot, they're the same people who are very they have no self-awareness. You know, like I was talking about this earlier in my uh, my AOC video how I am so sick and tired of hearing this concept that celebrities are quote unquote just like us, how they're hashtag so relatable. Like you see like these magazines, you don't, you're in the grocery store and you're in line and the magazines are on the side and you look over and it says, oh my gosh, look, she owns gray sweatpants just like I do. It's like, great, yeah, good for her. Her gray sweatpants cost her $400 and my gray sweatpants cost me $5 from Walmart. Good for you, sis. And it's the fact that I'm, I'm so sick of hearing that celebrities are somehow quote unquote just like us because 
if I've learned anything from COVID, this whole situation is that celebrities and influencers have more loopholes than anyone. Kim Kardashian just rented an entire private island to have her 40th birthday. And then, you know, it, it's just like we're not the same. We're not the same people. You have got celebrities and influencers having straight up buffets come to their house because they don't want to go to a restaurant. Meanwhile, you know what I did last week? You know what my experience was last week? I straight up saw a fight break out in a Popeye's parking lot between two women because one woman claimed the other one tried to cut her in line. These women were pulling on each other's hair because they wanted to get a chicken sandwich. That's the Bay Area. That is my life. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but if you're a celebrity and you're bringing buffets to your house because you want to avoid the plague and still have restaurant food, we are not quote unquote the same. So Kim Kardashian, all 20 of her sisters can go get themselves a new face. Their plastic surgeons can show up to their house and do plastic surgery on them. I'm going to get myself a chicken sandwich, but I am so done with this crazy concept that we are somehow relatable because we're really not. And we have to stop pretending this. Well, I always thought it was funny in the beginning of this whole pandemic when they started the lockdowns and all the all the actresses and actors started coming out going, listen, guys, we have to stay home, too. So do it for us. And I'm like, you got fucking basketball. You got like a full a full court basketball court in your in your house. What are you talking about? Well, did you see James Gordon like go online and be like, I can't, I don't know what Edmonds, I can't take this anymore. It's like, dude, you have a $2 million house on acres of property. You have your own swimming pool. Mind you, there are people who aren't sure they can pay rent next week. Right. Like, what are you talking about? And then when you see the Met Gala, this whole situation oh, happens. Jesus. And you see all like these celebrities like, mm, look at me, I'm a celebrity. And then like their servants in the background have got like masks on their face. And like, you can just see like the, like, the looks on their like people's face where they're like, are we seriously wearing like, masks? Why do we have the masks on? And then, and then, what was that picture? I don't, I don't remember the exact names of celebrities, but they're like kissing with their masks on. But it's oh. like, don't you guys live together? Don't you guys like sleep in the same bed? Like, what? Are you, I hate like, it. Why are you wearing the mask? Why? I hate it. Uh, we got a super chat from Dickie Walnuts. He two dollars. He says he's in the panhandle. Uh, Filmmaker fifty eight dropped a five dollars super chat. He also dropped one earlier, I think, with no message. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Moving and or succession might be a temporary fix, but we will need to deal with the leftists as their states fall. Probably. What do you think about that, Miss Anarchist? Um, I mean, I don't believe in government overall. I think we just need to secede and start our own communities and raise, make some babies and raise some goats and plant some vegetable gardens and just no war. That's what we're doing. Honestly, we're that's my point. Like, I, I just, look, I just need to find myself a husband, make some beautiful blonde babies with them, and <clears throat> we'll, we'll have a vegetable garden, go live in the woods, and no one can bother us. Simps, that is my ultimate goal. Simps on, Simps on, on, on high alert right now. All, Simps, all Simps on high alert. Just try to get married and have babies. Hurry up. Hurry up. <laughs> We're, we're Ste- uh, we need to get we need to get Stefan Molyneux in here to t- tell you about how your eggs are going to go bad soon. I think. I already no, know. I'm terrified. Uh, I want babies so bad. The funny thing is, though, is that it's not just a woman pro- woman's problem. I, I've sort of been talking about this for a while too. There, are, I feel like, especially in in certain communities, men will claim they want marriage and children, but a lot of the times, both parties, both women and men, don't want to step up and do the requirements for what is the means to have a family, raise a family with someone. And that's the thing people don't want to talk about. I feel like when it comes to being an anarchist, being a libertarian, raising a family, there's a lot of self-responsibility that we have to make ourselves sure of. 
that some people don't want to recognize that some people like don't want to do because we also have a generation that's not very responsible with ourselves i honestly i am really sick of like the whole libertarian like meme where it's like libertarians talk about not wanting government about talking about self-responsibility and then it's like some overweight dude with a v for vendetta mask on and a fedora and he's just sitting there surrounded by a bunch of food wrappers and it's kind of true like us libertarians and anarchists have to step up we gotta get married gotta make the babies gotta raise some goats and actually do the work like we can't just sit here and talk about self-responsibility and not do it you gotta we gotta outbreed the left that's what i keep saying man that's why we got seven seven of them we're working on it so uh we actually have to go down and trade in our minivan because it's not big enough for our family if that makes if that, you're a grandpa too aren't you, you i am a grandpa yeah i'm a 38 almost 39 year old grandpa i'm old that's man, pretty so. great man i'm proud yeah. of you you got you raised him well if you already got a grandkid. Since it's insane, man. Well, and it, you know, obviously, I had my daughter when I was pretty young. I was twenty-one, and she mm-hmm. had uh, my grandbaby when she was 15, sixteen. So, I mean, really young. Um, and, but yeah. it was it was cool because my grandma and my my mom came and visited, and we got to have a generation of five, like a five generation photo, which a lot of people don't get to do, which is pretty cool. You know, mm-hmm. so um, are they all going to Tom Woods with you, or what's the so deal with that? we're all we'll all be there. Um, my mom, my sister are, are coming Party. in and then my, my fiance and then all seven of our kids, but we're going to, uh, Disney world that week. So we'll be at Disney world from 10th to the, through the 18th. Um, but the, the night of the 16th, I'm going to break away from the fam and, uh, and, uh, go see Tom Woods and all my friends uh, cause it's in Orlando. So, you know, same, same, yeah. same place I'm going to be anyways. I might as well go say hi. I'm, you know, Tom's my good friend and, uh, I know Top Lofts is going to be there, maybe, and a bunch of other bunch of my other friends too. Maybe maybe Reed Coverdale. I don't know. Um, so I'm I'm stoked to be there and see I all think my friends. Reed is going. I'm pretty sure Reed is going. It'll depend on where he's, his truck is. I'm sure. I'm sure. But uh, I definitely I definitely am excited to be there. And and uh, I didn't even think about it. It's funny because we planned the trip. Um, first of all, I planned the trip to Disney World without realizing that it was the 50th anniversary of Disney World. Was that a burp? Did you just burp on my show? No, no. <laughs> If I burp, I'll tell you. I actually am quite a cool burper. I um, know my cord just acted up. Oh, gotcha. But, um, I was supposed to go to Disney World for my birthday, actually. Um, but uh, I'm I'm not about to spend my birthday where it's crowded and sweaty and gross. I'd rather just go find myself a husband in Florida. So. Oh, well, good luck. You should have you should have went to the Midwest somewhere and got yourself a corn-fed boy. You know, farmer. Legit. I feel like all of the men in the Midwest are already married. That's the thing. That's true. Most of the, most of the men here get married at like 17. They're, they're, they're done. either like 16 or not already married. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh, so so before we're getting close to the end of the public stream, let's let's talk a little bit about Afghanistan. You 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 put out a video on Afghanistan too. Uh, what, what what's your thoughts on our pool out there? How's the pool out okay. game of America? It was pretty horrible. Joe Biden isn't exactly the best at pullout, um, as you can tell with Hunter Biden existing. Um, but I will say this is that I'm glad we're not in there. I'm glad we're not, you know, putting our tax dollars toward there. I wish we'd pull out of the Middle East completely. I don't think we should be in the Middle East at all. Uh, I think that's the thing that I talk about. Everyone's preaching for Joe Biden being somehow this this anti-war president when the end of the day we're still in the middle east we're still fighting other people's battles you know if we actually wanted to do something we would have taken our troops out of the middle east altogether i know some people don't want me to say that i know people like but we're leaving all of our stuff there for the taliban to take it's like yeah we should have you know taken our weapons away we should have gotten every american citizen out of there 
but who gives a flying crap if the Taliban takes over the Middle East at this point? I'm an American. I don't want my taxpayer dollars paying for people to be over them when they shouldn't be. And as far as I'm concerned is that the U.S. military has known from the beginning that the whole reason we were in Afghanistan was to lose. It was never a war worth winning. It was never going to win. It was about wasting taxpayer dollars. So I'm glad that we're out of there. I wish we just flee from the Middle East altogether. And at the end of the day, the only reason we were ever in Afghanistan was to waste taxpayer dollars, uh, you know, contribute to big pharma with the poppy seed farming. Um, and that's that. I There's nothing beneficial about being in, in Afghanistan. Sure, sure. Lots of people, lots of people in the uh, in the chat saying, come to New Hampshire, come to New Hampshire. I'm going to tell you guys a little secret here. I'm going to let you in a little secret. Is there, is there anyone who wants to marry me in New Hampshire? That's there, the real there, question. There could be, but let me let you in a little secret here. Uh, I'm from the same place that Ashton's from. Pretty much. I mean, it's the East Bay. It's the same shit. No, it's the same area. Yeah. As long as you're, if you're from the East Bay, but then from San Francisco, then it's different. We've, no, the East we've Bay both the East we've Bay. both spent time on Grizzly Peak. There's no doubt about it. I'm sure of it. We both we both started Hella. Yeah. Oh yeah, Hella. Hella and Hyphy. Yeah, Hyphy, the Hyphy movement. Based but, is actually a Bay Area word. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. But but let me tell we you something. Based. I'm a very rare breed who can move to a place that gets below zero. It's not most people where I'm from could never handle the weather here. Never, ever, mm-hmm. ever. So uh Arthur Arthur does say he'll marry you though. He's a, he's in New Hampshire, so <laughs> <laughs> simp it in my chats. This is a this is a simp free zone here on Break the Cycle. I'm gonna need you guys to relax. Everyone relax. Horny bonk. <laughs> Sorry. Uh but anyways, uh we're we're uh we're getting to the end of this thing. Ashton, we're gonna we're gonna do a members only stream where we talk about Britney Spears. That's gonna be fun. Uh, but I oh I think I got some more super chats I want to address before we we're finish. We're going it. on the OnlyFans. Yeah, the the members only. It's the it's the after hours couch stream. Uh, Magoo five dollar super chat. He said technically I'm simping for Josh, but Ashton Ashton, there's plenty of woods in North Georgia and goats. LOL. Yeah. Well, in Georgia, North Georgia, Georgia's mostly just uh, Northern Florida too. I think Magoo. I well, think that's how no, well, that's Southern. That's Southern Georgia. He's talking about Northern Florida, like Blue Ridge area, like the Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah, I like Georgia too. I'm a big fan. I got family that lives there. So um, Dickie Walters is trying to marry me. Apparently, I although think, I think I think, I think Dickie's already married. Actually, Dickie's already married. Yeah. Hey, Dickie, you got any friends though? That's the real question. He, he's friends with Fat Dave. They're like best friends. But Fat he's, Dave is married. He's also married. Yeah, they're all married. Uh, Eddie Lex. <laughs> all of my friends are married. Eddie Lex, five dollars super chat. You want anarchy? Come to New York City. Just saw a guy get his bike stolen right in front of me. It's living. <laughs> It's a living hell here. I'll marry you and move to Florida. <laughs> Why don't you just skip the moving to New York part and move yourself to Florida, Eddie? Jesus, get um, out yeah, of Yeah, meet you there. What are you doing? You guys got to get out of New York and California, everybody. Anybody who wants to have any kind of semblance of, of freedom left in their life, you the have got to leave. That, the problem with you saying that is that you've got all these New Yorkers going down to Florida and like, yo. We need some. We need some universal health care. No, it's all the. It's all the. It's all the Jews go to, to Florida for. It's like if you're if you're a self respecting Jew in New York, you eventually retire to it's Florida. Just like your father. That's how it works. Yeah, it's you just have like your to. Father it, universal health care. Yeah. See, the, the California Jews don't have to do that because it never gets cold there. You know what I mean? In New York, it gets really cold, so they all move to Florida. It's what self respecting Jews in in Florida in, in New York do. They move to Florida. 
They retire to Florida for the warm weather, for the bones. You know, they need the bones. They need to warm them up. Uh, and they, they walk around in, like, visors. And, and it's, you know, there's a stereotype. It's not, not a Jewish thing. It's just a, a New Yorker thing. But the but there are a lot of New York Jews that move down they there. They gel the hair and stick it out of the visors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, let's see. Bubblegum Gun, $2 Super Chat. And cap does not equal and prim. Small businesses don't make computers. It's true. Uncle Teddy, Uncle Teddy, Uncle Teddy, send you over here. Is that what happened, buddy? Um, but Ashton, I had a great show. This great show. I think uh, we'll have a good members only stream. Uh, but before we leave, uh, tell the people where they can find you, support you, listen to you, all oh, that great stuff. Yeah. Um, sorry, my hair is absolutely disgusting right now. I've been working with horses all day. So my name is Ashton. I am known as Ashton Birdie. A S H T O N B I R D I E. I am on YouTube and Instagram. I am also on Twitter, which I am surprised has not been banned yet. I had to make a new Twitter, uh, but you. I always forget my new Twitter name. So Arrow go- and a bird. Arrow and a bird. That's what I am now. I don't know why I chose that. It sounds like some Hunger Games thing. But yeah, that's where you can find me and just tell me how ugly I am out now. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna be showing up to tell you how ugly you are anytime, anytime, Ashton. Or or now you're gonna have like you're gonna get off this. There's gonna be like 45 messages in your in your DMs <laughs> like, "Yo, I'll marry you. Come on out," you know. And they're gonna be in Florida. Good luck. People eat people's faces. I was in Florida like, I'll just, yeah, maybe just how to get together. Like, uh, maybe you can auction me off. Somebody said oh, that. Somebody idea. said that in the chat. Actually, auction me off for super chat. Yeah. Auction me off. We'll have a. You know what? I, should, I was talking to uh, Clint about this. We need to have like a, an event in Florida, like in Miami or something, um, and just like it would be a live showing of like the Tower Gang. You know, but then we can auction me off for the highest super oh, chat. This is a great idea. But Mike, Mike, uh, Mike, Mike, one of my also charge big supporters, the live event. my big supporter just said that in the chat, Michael Ravel. He said, can we auction her off to the highest bidder and use the money to fund the start of our farm? That's what we're going to do because yeah. break the cycle farm. We're going to start. It. It's going to be a, a family, a family farm where we can raise our families. But anyways, Ashton, I'm, I'm uh, very happy that you came on. It was a great stream. If you could give me like two minutes, I'll close out the stream and we'll start the members only. Good thing. Thanks. All right, guys. Another awesome show. Uh, go check Ashton out on Twitter. I know she, she could definitely use some Twitter followers at arrow and a bird. Uh, check out her YouTube. It's hilarious, man. She, she really is funny. Uh, I'm trying to get my fiance to start watching her stuff to get a little more red pilled on a couple of things here and there, even though Julie is pretty damn red pilled. Don't get me wrong. She's, she's pretty red pilled, uh, but we could, we could always go further. Uh, guys, check out my sponsors. Of course I have top the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on break the cycle where you can get all kinds of great graphic design, tees, hats, hoodies, uh, backpacks, shoes. I, I don't know. He's got everything on there, but he hand draws everything and there's hundreds and hundreds of designs. Good stuff. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount or guys join the Patreon subscribe star. Become a a member of the YouTube channel right here under all of my videos by hitting the join link. Uh, You get into all the after-hour streams. Uh, There's like, shit, shit, 60 after-hour streams up now. Uh, All kinds of extra content. anywhere. uh, Every stream's like between 10 to to 30 to 45 minutes. So it's a lot of extra content there. If you get into Discord server, you get uh, Top Lops' new designs up to two weeks early before they go to the general public at like a 30% discount. And there's all kinds of other stuff, too, if you join the Patreon. There's like a shirt, uh, a mug club I didn't steal from Steven Crowder. I didn't steal from steven crowder yes i stole it from steven crowder but you could get in the mug club for 10 bucks a month or you can pay six bucks a month here on youtube uh get all the cool custom emojis and and uh badges and and watch the live after after hours and of course executive producer of the show anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs check them out today see what they can do for your business home or personal life they're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently guys check them out if you got a business hit them up i'm telling you 
you're you're gonna you're gonna thank yourself. They're they're really gonna help you get organized. Uh, guys, tomorrow, one more show this week. One more show this week. Coming up on the show tomorrow, my good friend Fritz from Fritz Cast will be here. I love this guy to death. Please come hang out with us. He's awesome. He needs more followers. Uh, I, I promise you, you won't be let down. Guys, coming up, Monday show. I have R.A. the Rugged Man, legendary hip-hop artist R.A. the Rugged Man will be on the show. Uh, it will not be a live show because he lives in Germany, so we'll probably have to record it early in the morning. Although, I may record it as a members only uh, so that the members can watch it live uh, if they want to in the morning. Um, but that show will be out at the same time, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. I'm very excited, man. I took my son to go see R.A. Uh, a couple weeks ago uh, here at a little, little venue in downtown, and he listened to mumble rap, and he checked out like a real hip-hop artist. He lost his shit. He, he's like, why don't the rappers I listen to today sound like that? I love it. He's like, totally red-pilled him on rap, man. I'm really excited. But I'll see you guys tomorrow for the show with Fritz of FritzCast. Join the, 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 the YouTube channel so you guys can get in the members only and come hang out with us. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. to explain the lyrics of my last song they seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse and the frame but i just spent it in minecraft the helicopter part was in reference to gta 5 and the things you do so when any violence you commit i am not an excuse because i just spent it in minecraft what trooper is my friend and he's constantly cold accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft There are nothing I mean, you know it No product is getting close to COVID Holy shit, I think I'm